Welcome to the Countertop Success Podcast, a show created to inspire countertop fabricators and installers to build a thriving countertop business. I'm your host, Stephen Alberts, the founder of the Countertop Marketing Company, the number one digital marketing agency for the countertop industry. On each episode, I'm going to dive into tips and strategies that you can follow to help grow your countertop company. And we'll also talk to leading experts in the industry on how they found success in their countertop business. Hey, this is Steven from the Countertop Marketing Company, and welcome to our training today. Our training today is about your 2022 countertop marketing plan. So we're going to go over marketing plan. We're going to go over costs. We're going to go over a bunch of good information. So we're doing these stream these. Uh, workshops a little bit differently where we're stream streaming them directly to Facebook and YouTube. So again, it's a little bit different of a format that we did maybe one or two times already. So we'll see how it goes. So it's a little bit new to us. If you have questions, just type them into the chat box and we'll get to them at the end. So let's jump right in here. You're going to see me looking both ways at times because I've got a, I got a screen over here. So let me actually do this. Now, you might be watching the replay of this. You might be listening to this as a podcast. Whatever it is, you know, just listen through. It should only be about 30 minutes or so. And then, you know, jump in and, and do some of the stuff that we talk about. So today's game plan is we're going to go over what's working right now. So I'm going to show you what's working, what's not. Again, we only work with countertop companies. So we're going to show you examples for that. I'm going to show you a strategy that you can follow. I'm going to break it out for you, tell you what you should do. And then we're going to go over timelines and costs because a lot of companies I talk to, they really have no idea of how much their marketing should cost, what they should expect. You know, it's the days are over of, you know, rank on Google in 30 days. That doesn't happen anymore. That's that's gone and not coming back. So I'm going to be realistic with you and, you know, explain some of the timelines that uh, you can expect. So let's go over here. So again, today's game plan, about 30 minutes long. Um, it's it's kind of over the shoulder type training where you uh, will watch what I do. We'll do some screen. We'll, we'll go through some presentation screens like I have now, but we'll also jump in and and look at you know live campaign and all of that again if you're listening to the podcast that's okay you'll listen to it later on jump on check out the youtube video and then you can go through it so who are we we're the countertop marketing company we only work with countertop companies we do trainings for isfa members of the natural stone institute uh, it's a family-run company we work with companies all over the u.s some in canada also and again, we, we really love what we do. We love helping our clients grow their business. You know, we help them really with any type of online marketing um, and help them take it to that next level. So we, you know, we see them as a part of our family also. It's a, it's a great industry to be a part of. <clears throat> and we really love working with all our, our clients. So let's see what's what's working right now. Let's talk about that. Before I do that, let me just pull one thing up here. Uh, just want to pull this open here. All right, cool. So 
what is working right now? So what's working is SEO. We're going to go over that. Google Maps. Google Maps is really could be really, really good for your business. Um, Facebook lead ads. We'll look at that. And Google ads also. So let's look at an example right here. This is from Facebook ads. And again, we're going to jump into the screen and, and check it out a little bit more. But you could see this is from January 1st to January 26th. I pulled this yesterday, I guess. It was for 26 days. And you could see here, these are the leads, 17 leads, 10 leads in this campaign. So 27 leads overall and an average lead cost of $28 per lead. So that's pretty good. You know, when you're running these ads, you want to know these numbers. The biggest mistake I see when I'm talking to countertop companies is they do not know their numbers. They have no idea an ROI on anything that they're doing. Um, they don't know how many leads they're getting. They don't even know where they're coming from. So that's a massive problem that I see. So you want to know these numbers and you could see these are pretty good. You know, $28 leads are, are pretty good. So let's jump in and look at all of this. So let me pull up the screen. So here is, now let me just jump back real quick. We said, what's working now? SEO, Google Maps, Facebook ads, Google ads. So let's kind of go down each one here. So SEO is search engine optimization. It's what you do to your website and to your, your company online to get it to show more in Google. So if in a search page right here, there's usually ads at the top, which you could see right here. Then there's the map section, which we'll talk about in a second. And then below that is the organic section. And when you're doing SEO for your company, that is where you'll show up. That's the organic section. It's not easy to get there. It takes time. It takes a lot of work. But when you're on this search page, about 15% of people click on the Google ads, about 35% of people click on the map section and about 50% of people click on the organic section. So you could see how important it is. You know, you want to get here. You, you want to be in the section. If you're on page two, are you going to get some traffic and leads and jobs? Probably a little bit, but you're, you need to be on page one. That's, that's the whole goal. So currently, you know, companies that are on this first page, if their website is good, because you could be on this first page and your website isn't that good, you're not going to get a lot of traffic. You're not going to get a lot of leads and jobs out of that. Your website's got to be good, and we'll, we'll look at that in a moment. So again, you want to be in the section. 50% of people are clicking on the organic SEO section. Now, the Google Maps section is the other place you want to be listed on. You want to get reviews. You want to make sure your profile is perfect. Now, to get into this Google Maps section, there's a couple of things. You need a good website. You need reviews. But it's also proximity. Like, if you're in, I have Granite Countertops, Austin, Texas, typed into a search page here. You know, if you're in San Antonio, you're not going to show in the Maps section in Austin, Texas. It's just not going to happen. So it is a little bit of where you're located. If depending on if you're going to show up in this section or not, but that's, you know, and it's a big factor. So that's one of them. So again, this section right here gets 35% of people look at it. The other good part about this section is when I talk to countertop companies, their biggest source of jobs and the way that they're growing is between is by referrals and word of mouth. Almost every company I talk to is, has a decent amount of referrals and they grow their business by, by word of mouth. 
So when you think about it, online reviews, it's kind of, or reviews, I should say online, it's, it's like the online word of mouth. People are going to hear, they're clicking on your profile, they're reading your reviews, and they're basing their decision off of some of the feedback that people have left. So similar to like a, a, a referral, if someone says, oh, go check out this countertop company, they're awesome. It's the same thing when people read reviews online. So you wanna get reviews online. Honestly, if you don't listen to anything I say today, I would be sad, but that's okay. But get more reviews online. You don't need 20 a month. You don't need 100 of them. Try to get two to three reviews a month. If you could get two to three by the end of the year, you're going to have a couple of dozen reviews. But what's also going to happen is when people read these reviews, they're going to be reading current reviews. So they're not going to, you know, if you get a bunch of reviews this month and you don't get any for the rest of the year, when December comes and someone's looking at your profile, they're going to say, oh, what happened to this company? They, they don't have any review, current reviews. You know, I don't even know if it's the same owner. I don't know if the same installation crew is working with them. So a couple a month, just try to stick to that strategy. Again, this is, you could get a ton of business by being listed in this map section, because not only on the search page you'll show when someone pulls up a Google Map app on their phone or Apple Map, when someone, again, is on their mobile phone and they pull it up, when they're on their website, any other type of like map service, it's going to, you'll be more visible, you're just gonna get more traffic, you're gonna get more leads. And then the other parts are Google Ads, like I said, about 15% of people click there. So you can run a Google ad. If it's not set up correctly, you will burn through your money and you'll probably not get any leads. So that's one thing that you want to kind of, you know, make sure it's set up correctly. Whether you're doing it yourself, you're working with a company like us, or you have someone in-house doing it, make sure it's set up correctly because you will burn through your money and you're just going to waste your money. You'll have a bad experience and then you probably won't want to do it again but you could get some good leads by running Google ads. And let's take a quick look here. So this is a Google ads campaign. Again, if you're listening to this as a podcast, you can't physically see it, but I'm gonna to try to explain it to you. So in this campaign, this was the, let's pick the last 30 days here. So this is again, directly in Google ads. And you could see here, this company <clears throat> with their search campaign and the search campaign is someone typing in a keyword into Google. They got 17 leads at 80 bucks per lead. Usually about leads in Google ads is between like 50 bucks and it could go hot as high as 125, $150. But if you could stay under that $100 mark, that's pretty good. Right now it's a little bit higher. Um, we are seeing things slow down a little bit, but still, you know, it's, um, there's still solid leads and they're still getting leads. So that's good. And now the other part, that you want to look at is some Facebook ads. Again, whether you're setting this up yourself, you're working with a company or someone's doing it in-house, you got to set it. It has to be all set up correctly because you could burn through money. The way that these platforms work like Google ads and Facebook ads is that they, they charge you per day. So you put in a budget per day. So it's maybe $30 per day, $50 per day. And they don't really care if your ad's doing good or bad they're going to charge you every day that amount as long as people are clicking on it and interacting with it. But you can see here, I have a Facebook ads campaign pulled up. Again, let's do the last 30 days here. <clears throat> and you look at this campaign. So we have 36 leads here, $24 per lead. 
Now, social media leads usually are a little bit different quality than Google leads. <clears throat> Let me take a quick sip of water. But um, so again, the lead cost is cheaper. But again, de depending on what market you're in, the leads could be better. It could be worse. But your social media leads are usually around 20 to about $7,500 per lead. Again, depending where you're at, depending what time of year it is. But you can see this campaign is doing very well. So again, this works. So again, to kind of summarize it, SEO, you want to get those Google rankings. Map section, you want to be shown in the map section. You'll get a ton of business if you do that. Google ads, you want to set it up correctly. You, you need someone to manage it or hire someone in-house to do it. And Facebook ads, the same thing. You could learn this stuff. Like we'll go over some things today. And I'll have some trainings this year on Google ads, Facebook ads, all of that. Um, it just takes time. It takes time and it takes, you know, testing, you know, not really being afraid to spend money because you got to spend some money to see what works and what doesn't work. So that's that. Let's jump back into here. Now let's review a strategy that you can follow. So... Let me pull this up right here. All righty, so let's go over this. Now, again, we're going to talk about SEO, Google Maps, Facebook ads, and Google ads. So with SEO, you need your website to be in tip-top shape. It cannot be, if it's not mobile-friendly, that is not good. Google doesn't want to show a poor website in the search results. It does happen. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen. But the better quality your website is, the more likely you're going to move up in the search rankings and show in the search results. So let's take a look. I'm going to jump over to here and let's look at a website. This is one of our clients' websites. It is set up to be really optimized for Google. And it's also set up to get as many leads as possible. Now you can see here, there's a couple of important things on this website. As you scroll down this website, this tool, this nav bar at the top scrolls with you. So you want that. You always want the phone number to be visible and easily accessible and a request, request a quote button, request an estimate, some type of contact button where they can request a quote. So you can see that always scrolls with them. Now, also, you can see on this, there's a lot of content. And by content, I mean a lot of words on this page. This is good for Google. When Google is looking at your website to rank it online, it's going to scan all of these words here to see what your website's about. So you want to have a decent amount of a higher word count per page on your website. Now, again, I don't want to get too technical, but the best thing that you could do is first, you know, Make your site super user-friendly because if someone has a bad experience and they hit the back button right away, Google knows that. They don't want people going to your website and leaving right away because that's a bad experience. They don't want to show a website that people are having a bad experience on. So again, make it very, very user-friendly. It should be mobile-friendly. Again, all these elements should be right in front of the user. But then what you could do for your website is go to each page and try to bump up that word count. And again, by word count, it's just simple, the amount of words on the page. Now, you don't want to just stuff in a bunch of keywords and stuff like that on the page. Don't do that. But, you know, 
add a couple of paragraphs here and there. You know, um, ideally you want a word count around, if you could get 500 words, that's great. If you could get 800 words, that's even better. But even if you don't, if you have maybe a small paragraph on your website and you bump that up to three, 400 words, that's a good improvement. So what you do is you go to each page on your website and you try to add words to it. Like if we look at, let's look at like their granite countertops page. So I'm going to their granite countertops page. Once it loads, I'm going to scroll down. You can see a little sentence at the top, but look what we do on their website. As you scroll down, there's pictures, of course, of different uh, types of material or different colors, I should say. But then down here, there's a couple of paragraphs of information. Now, why do we do this? Because Google is crawling this website and it's trying to see what it's about. So if there's just a bunch of pictures, it doesn't really know what it's about. Now, there's a way to optimize pictures. I'm not going to get into that because it's a little bit more technical. But it's basically looking at each page on your website and saying, hey, all right, I'm, this is about granite countertops, care and maintenance, blah, blah, blah you know, this is a good page. So when someone types in granite countertops, we'll show this page. Again, it's not as easy as it sounds. You can't just add a couple paragraphs and then you're going to show on page one, but that should be your second step. Your first should be getting your website in order, making it as user-friendly as possible. Again, you don't want people searching around for any of this information. You want it to be smooth, a nice experience, and again, the, the, the best thing that you could do after you do that is go to each page on your website and bump up that word count. So, so that's that. What else is on this website here? Now they got different pages for their service areas. Like if we even look at one of these, again, word count's pretty good. Uh, it's, I don't know how many words exactly, but I'd say probably five to 800 words on this page. Again, that's what you want to do for each page on your website. They have a blog on this website where they, uh, well, this is our clients, so we do this for them, but where they uh, have all their content. So they have all different types of content on here, good types of blog posts, all of that. Uh, again, it's, it's all about good user experience and putting that content out there on your website. So let's go back here because some of this I talk about again. So good website, make the user experience good. So it should be mobile friendly. It should be fast. I, I didn't say that, but it should load fast. If your website's loading like seven, eight seconds, it's way too long. No one has patience for that any, anymore. Everyone wants it instant. It's not going to come up instantly, but two, three seconds, four seconds. Okay. But if it's like seven, eight, nine seconds, it's just way too slow. You got to speed that thing up. And again, some of this stuff you're going to probably need help with. It's, it's, you know, on our team, we have a good web developer on our team. He is a wizard with this stuff. So you might have one in your, in your company, or maybe you know someone, whatever it is, but most likely to do those website edits, you're probably going to have to hire someone. Again, if you need help, contact us. We'll see if we're a good fit. But also what you want to do is you want to put that blog content out there. Now let's go back to this website and check this out real quick. Because you're probably thinking, all right, Steve, wh what type of content do I put out there? Good question. What you want to put out there is things that people have questions about. So what's the difference between granite and quartz? A lot of people don't even know what granite is. They don't know what quartz it is. So there you go. What's granite? What's quartz? What's the difference between them? 
Um, which one is better? Which one's more cost effective? Which one is better for the kitchen? Marble isn't the best material for a kitchen. It's better for a bathroom. Um, you know, do, do you need new bathroom countertops? Four questions to ask yourself. These are topics that people think about, questions that people have. Uh, you know, it's it's good content for people to read, and it's also good content for people for Google to look at. So when they're looking at your website, they're saying, this website, they're putting out a ton of good information. We're going to get them better Google search rankings. And again, it's not as easy as that, but this is a piece of the puzzle. When you think of SEO and trying to get more organic results, just think of this massive puzzle and there's all little pieces to it. And these are some of the pieces that I'm talking about. These are some of the ones that are higher on the list. Again, getting your website out there and getting more content getting a blog going. Like, look at this, four countertop materials you haven't considered. Good topic. Uh, let's see what else they got here. Why marble countertops make sense for your home? I don't know. Why do they make sense? Let me read this. So that is the point of all this blog content. And they got a ton here. We've been working with this client for years. Um, they have a ton of content on there, which is good. So again, go through your website, make sure it's user-friendly. Uh, go through... Each page, try to bump up that word count on each page. Go through, uh, start, start a blog, you know, put some blog content out there. And then you want to, this, this one's a little tricky. You want to look for ways that you can get links back to your website. So a backlink is simply a link on another website pointing to your website. So whether it's from one of your suppliers, maybe a good way is to be a part of your community. So like, the, um, a local chamber of commerce, something like that, you know, get them whenever you join something like that, say, Hey, you know, can you please put a link back to my website? There's, there's, as long as you're paying them for some type of service, there's no reason that they can't link to your website. As long as it makes sense, of course. Um, another good way, if you're a part of some nonprofits and you you donate money or or sponsor different events say hey do you mind popping my logo and and uh you know put your my website link going back to my website you know if you're a sponsor of them that really shouldn't be a problem it's a great way to get some backlinks so think of ways like that you know there's other ways of just reaching out to different blogs and sites for our clients we'll we'll write a post on a site and then we'll get it linked back Again, that's that's tough to do yourself. It's it's not that easy. What I would start with is any of the associations that you're a part of, any of the local businesses, even if like you're, you know, you're a countertop company, but you work with a remodeler, put a link back and forth to each of your site. That's gonna help you, you know. Um, again, if you sponsor anything, try to get your logo on that site, get a link back to your site, that's going to help. Now, if you could do this, like even one link a month is going to help. Again, all this stuff is slow. If you get 10 links this month, it's probably not going to do all that much for you. You got to do this stuff slow. It takes time. We'll go over timeline in a little bit, but that's what you want to do. Then you want to clean up your citations. What is a citation? A citation is a site like Yellow Pages, Yelp, City Search, Angie's List, all of those. So you want to go through, look at all of those that you've submitted your business to and make sure they're all with accurate information. So your business name should be the same, should be the same on each one of those websites, your address, your phone number, your website, 
you don't really have to do too much other than that. Like you can put a description into some of those sites and all of that. You can upload pictures to some of them. But again, you want to make sure that your business name, phone number, and address is perfect on all of those websites. Now, the next thing is reviews. Like I said, you want Google reviews. You want Facebook reviews. Yelp, I'm not the biggest fan of Yelp, but it would help if you had a couple of reviews over there. Uh, house reviews are good, but Google should be at the top. Then the next should be Facebook. So when you're asking a customer for a review, call them, have someone call them, ask after your installation team is done, have them ask for a review, uh, send them a link to your profile, uh, send them a postcard or drop off. Like we give our clients these little handout cards. They give them to the customer after the job's complete. And it's just another way to ask for a review. The truth is it's tough to get reviews. It's, it's not easy. If you ask 10 customers, you might get like two reviews and that's just not that good. It's just, it's just the way it is. But even if you just get one review a month, you are going to see more business from that. If you just do it month after month, it's going to take time, but you will see more business from that. And then optimizing your Google profile. So let's check that out real quick here. So I'm going to jump back over to Google. Your Google profile is this right here. This is a completely random business. I'm just going to click on it. But what you want to do on this profile is, again, you want the business name to be identical to this profile and all your other profiles. The address, the phone number, put your hours in there. For category, which is this right here, the most popular one for countertops companies are countertop store. That's what it's labeled in Google. So make sure that's countertop store. Then you can pick stuff like uh, granite supplier, quartz supplier, things like that. So you want to add those to your profile. Uh, you want to add pictures. Again, you want to get reviews. And then I don't think it's, oh, here you go. Here's the description. I think it's 750 words, but you want to make sure that you have a good description in your Google My Business profile. Actually, now it's called Google Google business profile. It used to be called Google My Business. But you can see here, this doesn't look like 750 words. They could definitely beef that up. You know, they have some good. We work with granite marble quartz. Don't stuff keywords in here, but have all your popular terms that you think your customers are looking for. Kitchen countertops, bathroom countertops, granite marble quartz site, quartz. Um, you know, fabricator, if you could squeeze that in there, countertop company. Uh, this company is actually doing pretty good. I see fabricator in here. I see their terms. Uh, they could add, you know, kitchen countertops, bathroom countertops. But again, this profile actually looks pretty good. So that's what you want to do with your Google business profile. Again, it's a, it's a slow, it's going to take time for this stuff to work. So you got to be patient. You got to stick with it but it is going to transform your business. No longer you'll be relying on word of mouth and referrals, but there's nothing wrong with that. Word of mouth and referral leads are fantastic. Now you have a second source of leads in case those, you don't get as many as that month, um, word of mouth leads. Now you're getting some Google search leads. You're getting some Google Maps leads. So that is the strategy there. Now let's look at Facebook ads. The first thing I want to talk about is actually Facebook organic posting online. So this doesn't have to do with ads. So I kind of added this in um, when I was working on this this week because I think it's an important part of your business. 
Now you want to post on your social media sites, primarily Facebook and Instagram. We're starting to look at TikTok now. Um, we have not done that yet for our clients, but that could be another platform that's kind of untapped right now. I'll probably have another workshop on that as we learn more about it. But for right now, let's talk about Facebook, Instagram. What can you post on there? Project pictures, pictures of material, behind the scenes. Take your, Have your installation crew, every job that they go, if they could do a before and after, that's good. But even if they could just get the after photos, have them take 10 photos, 15 photos, whatever it is, have a shared Google Drive, have them upload it to the drive. You know, once you set this all up, it's very easy. And then have someone on your team, whether it's yourself or someone in the company, take those pictures and post them online. You know, a, a quick snippet of, oh, this was a uh, waterfall countertop that we did for our client in Tampa or something like that. You know, just put some quick information in there. People don't even really care about the text. They want to look at the pictures. So do that consistently. Um, go by the 80-20 rule. 80% 80 of your posts should be projects, material. People love to look at new material. Like one of our clients, they'll get some like exotic slabs in that have really pretty colors, patterns. They'll post those online. They always are popular with customers because it's, it's cool to look at. They, they're, you know, they're beautiful. They're, it's like almost like a work of art. It's, it's, it's pretty to look at, you know, it's nice to look at a pretty piece of material like that. So that's good content behind the scenes, have your crew take some short clips of, you know, them installing it. Even if it's 20 seconds, 30 seconds, try to keep it under 60 seconds. Cause that's going to help you on Instagram. Um, you can't post over 60 seconds on there. You can, but it's easier if it's under 60 seconds. And again, the 20, the 80, 20 rule is so 80% should be that type of content. 20% should be, you have a new promotion. Now you just got a bunch of slabs in you. It's the spring clear out sale, you know, whatever it is, uh, you know, have those different promotions every once in a while, but don't continuously post that on your Facebook and Instagram account, people are just going to be blind to it. They're not going to want to even look at your profile anymore because you're just trying to sell to them constantly. This is what we do with our business. We put this information out here. One, because I really like to talk about this stuff, as you can see, but we love to put content out there. But what does that do for our business? People learn, we help them out. And what do you think that does? They come to us when they want us to help them. And again, we're not trying to trick them or anything like that. We're just putting good content out there because we like to, and it's helpful, but it's our way to advertise our business. And you should be doing the same thing for your business. Put your projects out there, put new material, go back and, and take a video of someone using the CNC and put that up there. People love this. And you don't need like this commercial type video, a nice, simple, whether I have an Android, an iPhone, take the video with that. People love the rawness, flip it around, introduce yourself. If you don't want to do that, that's okay. But take a quick video, put it on there. That's what people love. They want to see the behind the scenes. You know, why do you think all these shows when they go behind a kitchen and they do like a kitchen makeover or whatever it is, you know, all these reality shows, they're popular because it's people can relate to that. They can't really relate to a big production, uh, you know, commercial type thing. They can relate to someone taking a camera and going behind and, and recording some stuff. It's more real. So, so do that. Now with Facebook ads, 
again, you you can learn this stuff. And like I said, we'll have some trainings on it. Um, we've had some Facebook ads training in the past and some Google ads. We'll do them again this year. But you, you know, work with someone, learn it yourself, you know, play around with it with a smaller budget, maybe five to ten dollars a day. But really to get things going, you got to you got to spend some money. And it's it's a tough thing. It, even for our own business, we didn't always spend a lot of money on ads. Now we are slowly increasing our budget. It's tough thing to do. It's 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 an it's an odd thing to spend give Facebook $50 a day to run ads because it's again it's just I don't know how to explain it but it's it's something that you need to do for your business if you want to get some leads through this platform. If you do it for $5 a day, it's good for you to get a little bit of experience like that, but it's not going to generate that much. Now if you take one of your posts, these posts that you're doing every day, and you throw five bucks, a $5 boost, a $10 boost. Okay, you could do that. But if you want to run a solid campaign, here, let me show you right here. Like this one right here. What's this one set at? Uh, 30 bucks a day right here. So again, this is 30 days. They spent a little under a thousand bucks. So, you know, but you could see it's producing results. 36 leads, 25 bucks per lead. That's pretty good. It's not always this low. But again, even if a quarter of these turn into jobs or a handful of them, that's pretty good for spending 900 bucks. So, you know, don't be afraid to spend money. I always was, but, uh, you know, once you start doing it and start getting results, it makes it a lot better. But this is something that you need to learn or you need to pay someone to do. Just don't go in there and start spending 30 bucks a day because you're going to blow through your money. It's not going to be a good experience. So like I said, do the organic stuff first, you know, post on those profiles, do that because that's something that takes a little bit of, there's a little bit of a learning curve, but it's not as much as like running a Facebook lead ad. That's, that's kind of tough. So do that first. And then again, if you want to learn more about this, like I said, we're going to have a training on that. Um, learn it, hire someone to do it, make sure they have results, you know, look for results that they've, they've had in the past and whoops. And, uh, you know, and then again, spend some money because you need that data to see what works and what doesn't work. Now, the same thing with Google ads. Now, the budget is about the same, 30 to 50 bucks a day. Um, there's a couple of things you want to do here. When you're running your Google ads, again, whether you're doing it yourself, you're learning this, or you're working with a company, each keyword, so say Granite Countertops Austin, should go to a page that is all about Granite Countertops. Don't want to send all of your Google ad traffic to your homepage. I see this happen all the time. It's an awful idea because someone searching for granite countertops then goes to your homepage and they're like, where's the info about granite countertops? What am I doing? Boom, they hit the back button and they're gone. You just lost them. So what you want to do here is each keyword, so granite countertops, quartz countertops, marble, uh, quartzite, countertops near me, kitchen countertops, bathroom countertops, those right there, those are your keywords. That's what you want to go after. And then your city keywords like Granite Countertops Austin, Countertops Austin, or whatever city you're in, um, Quartz Countertops Austin. Those that I just said, take note of that. Those should be your keywords. Each one of those keywords should be going to a specific page. So again, you know, your Quartz Countertops should go to your Quartz Countertop page where you have pictures of quartz, you have information about it, maybe you have a deal. That's how you want to set up your Google ads. 
Or if someone's working on it, make sure it's set up that way. And then again, make sure your website's set up to convert. You don't want a website that is not that great because you're just going to waste money. I mean, again, I don't know how else to say it, but you want someone to be able to go to your website. They can see your phone number, see your, your request a quote button. They can um, see pictures of different material. They see information about your company. You know, this is an, uh, an investment they're making in their home. So they don't want to go to a website and it looks like garbage. And then they're going to say, well, what type of job are these people going to do when they're installing my countertop? So again, make sure your website's good. And then, like I said, break out all your terms, granite quartz, countertops near me, all of those terms I talked about. And the budget, again, it's about 30 to 50 bucks a day. Now let's look at timeline and cost, which some of this we've, we've been talking about. Now timeline for SEO and Google Maps, it depends where you're at. Like, so if we look at a search page again, let me pull that up here. So if you're on page two, it's not gonna take as long to get to page one. But if you're on page 10, it's going to take some time to get to page one. So how much time? I don't have that exact number, but figure about six to 12 months. I know that's a tough thing to, to take in 12 months. You mean I could be doing this for 12 months and I'm, I'm not going to be on page one? Yes, because that's just the way it is. There's, there's no easy way to it. There's no shortcut. The shortcut to the first page in Google, it's Google Ads. That's how you get on Google Ads right away. If you want to um, be at the top of Google tomorrow, you start running Google Ads. So like even here, the timeline for Facebook Ads, Google Ads, a couple of days. You know, a couple of days, you're at the top of Google really within that day. Like when we start with a client, our goal is to get their Facebook Ads up in seven business days because we want them to start generating some leads and jobs. So their marketing is paying it for itself. So our goal is to get Facebook ads up in seven days. If you were to do this self, yourself, you gotta learn, or if you have someone in house, again, could take a couple weeks, week, two weeks, three weeks. Uh, but once you set it up and start paying them, you are visible on that first page of Google and in Facebook and Instagram. So that's the timeline for Google ads. Facebook ads. Um, and then social media, again, if you have a big following, you know, if you start posting a lot now, you'll see more traction. If you have like 50 followers, which there's nothing wrong with that, but you got to build it up. You know, it's going to take some time. Put those posts out there. Do it like three to five days a week. If you could do it every day, great. But if you, if you, if you could at least do it a couple of times a week, keep putting that content out there. Um, SEO and Google Maps, do the blog post, do the content. It's going to take time. Get the reviews. It's going to take six months. It's going to take 12 months. But you know what? After that time, you are going to see an increase in traffic. You're going to get more leads. You're going to get more jobs. You're going to be amazed at what this stuff can do to take your business to the next level. It's amazing. It's a lot of work. It could be costly if you're running those Facebook and Google ads. But the goal of your marketing should be that your whatever you're putting in, whether you're paying someone, whether you hire someone, whether you know in-house, your Google ads that you spend, your Facebook ads, eventually, maybe not right away, but eventually you should be making two, three, four X that investment that you're putting in. And if you do it right, you will make that. And then it's 
then it's the sky's the limit. You could just keep putting money into your Google ads and Facebook ads, and you're just going to make more money. So, but again, it needs to be set up correctly. It could, it could go the other direction. I don't like to be negative, but you know, you could set up Google ads for 50 bucks a day, spend five grand and not get one lead if it's not set up correctly. So take the time to learn it, pay someone to do it. Um, or, you know, hire someone to do it. And then well, let's look at cost here. So let's see how much that is. So for SEO and Google Maps, you know, most marketing companies, they charge between about a thousand and two thousand bucks a month. Some charge three, four, five thousand, some charge 500 bucks. If someone's charging 500 bucks for SEO, they're not doing a good job. Don't even waste your money with them. Put it into Google or Facebook ads. Um, to hire someone in-house with some experience on the low end, about 45k a year to get someone experienced probably about 80 you know 60 70 80 90k per year again this is for someone that knows what they're doing now the social media organic probably a few hundred bucks a month you know um it's it's essentially you could you do it for free as long as your crew's taking some pictures someone you know maybe that doesn't even do social media, they post the content online. You know, it doesn't have to cost you a lot to do that. If you hired an outside company, we don't just do social media, um, but there's companies out there that do it. I think maybe like 500 bucks a month or so, but you really shouldn't spend it there. You, that's something that you should do in-house. Get the process down, have your, crew, your installation crew take the pictures, put those up on a Google Drive, have someone you know, whether it's a secretary or, or whoever, you know, office uh, manager, someone in the office taking those pictures, posting them online, and there you go. You know, that that's a perfect strategy. Now, Facebook ads and Google ads, again, if you hire someone outside, could be about 500 to 1500 bucks a month. Like with our packages, everything's included. So that's a little bit different. And a lot of marketing companies, they'll include the SEO, Google Maps, Facebook ads, you know, for two grand a month. Um, but in terms of ad spend, you want to spend about a thousand to 2000 a month on Facebook ads and on Google ads. Again, I know it's tough to, you know, to spend that money. If you've, if you've never spent any money on marketing, it's not easy to spend a couple of thousand dollars a month. Uh, but when it's set up correctly, it's going to change your business. So it's, it's something that you need to consider. But again, a good way to start is start with one or the other. If your website really isn't in order, don't do the Google ads right now. Get your website in order and first start with the Facebook ads. You know, get those working for you. Spend 30 bucks a month. That's only 900 or $30 a day. It's under $1,000 a month. Start there. Then once you get comfortable with that, once that starts generating some leads and some jobs, put the money into Google ads. But again, make sure your website's in order because if it's not, you're going to blow through money. I worked with, a, we still work with this client. They had Google, Google, you know, the company set up their Google ads. They spent, I think within two months, they spent three grand and they did not get one lead. They did not get a lead spending $3,000 and Google set up their ads. It, it, it's not like, you know, uh, I don't know how you don't get better than that, but even Google unfortunately, doesn't have your best interest. They, they're a company. They want to make money. So they want to set up your campaign. Yeah, it's good enough. Bam. They're starting to get paid every day when people start clicking on your ads. Uh, so 
you know, and again, for, for cost, there's really not a cost that you can put on how much do leads cost for SEO and Google Maps. It's really tough to put a, a cost per lead on that. But for the Facebook ads and the Google ads, the, um, the cost per lead for Facebook ads is usually about $20 to about $100 per lead for Facebook ads. And then Google ads, usually about a 50 to about 150 per lead. So again, gives you some idea on what you can expect. So that is about it. If you are interested in talking to us about helping you do some of this stuff, go over to our website, countertopmarketingcode.com, book a call with us. You know, we have a free ebook on here. We have a podcast. Check out some of our information, but definitely book a call with us. You go to this page, you pick out a time that works. You can even look at our system. If you go to our system, we have a nice training and demo video that goes through some of the stuff that we talked about today. And, uh, you know, you can book a call there too. So that is it. Let me get some of the questions that I see. And again, you know, we, when we book that call, we'll show you some of the results. You know, we have sample ads to show you what works, what doesn't work. So, you know, again, we, we have this down to a science. So type in your questions right now, if you have any, I do have a couple that were emailed to me. So let me just pull those up real quick here. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. So my first question here is, which do you recommend first, Google ads or Facebook ads? So we kind of went through that, but let me go through that again, because it's a good question. So it really depends. Like I said, if your website isn't that great, and it, there's a couple of things. It depends on your budget. What are you comfortable spending? Are you comfortable spending $1,000 a month? Can you spend $3,000 a month? If you can spend $3,000, break it out. Or let's even say $2,000. Do $1,000 in Google Ads. Do $1,000 in Facebook Ads. Now, if you can only spend $1,000 a month right now, that's what you're, where you want to start. I would actually start with Facebook Ads. But again, you got to make sure it's set up correctly because you're going to burn through that money. You're not going to see results. You're going to be pissed. <laughs> it's not fun. So you want to make sure that you set this up correctly. But it depends which one is better. Sometimes Facebook ads work better than Google ads or vice versa. It's really tough to give you a solid answer on that. Like I said, the lead cost for Facebook ads is usually about 20 to 100 bucks. On Google, it's like 50 to 150. Now, when someone's on Google, you got to think they're in a different mindset. They're searching for granite countertops or a countertop fabricator or countertops near me. They're in that buying phase. You know, they're they're searching. When someone's on social media, they're just hanging out. They're looking at different photos from their friends. They're posting stuff and they see your ad. It interrupts what they're doing. So it's a different mindset from our clients. They actually think the social media ads are sometimes a little bit better. And, and this was interesting. I was talking to a client recently about this. They think their social media ads are better quality because when someone just sees that, they might not be ready right the second. So that that's okay. They, their job might be a month away.
but they're also not shopping around different companies. So they'll probably just go to you, get a quote, as long as they have a good experience, you'll close that job. Now, when someone's on Google, they're typing in granite countertops, quartz countertops. They're looking at your company. They're looking at your competitor down the block. They're looking at Lowe's, Home Depot. So, you know, it's a different mindset. You really have to test. You got to see what's what's good um, for your business in your area. Because like I said, we only work with countertop companies, but what we have found is a campaign that we're doing in Miami works completely different than a campaign that we're doing in Dallas, Texas. And it still amazes me that we can run the same thing and get completely different results. So definitely try each of those out. So I see another question here. Uh, this is asking about, you know, how long should the word, the, the blogs, how they're asking, you know, what should be the word count for the blogs? That's a great question. So when you're blogging each month for your, uh, let's see, where did I have that? When you're blogging for your company, and again, even if you could just do one a month, come up with 12 topics. So you're doing one a month for the year and just do one each month. So maybe this month it's granite versus, versus quartz. You know, write a piece about that. Don't go and copy information online, paste in your website. Website That's not going to help. Google can, de can detect when you copy and paste content into your website. And it's just going to hurt you. It's not going to help you. But these blog posts, 500 words at least, It'd be nice if you can kick that up to about 750, even a thousand words. A thousand word article is a decent sized article. It's not that easy to write. But again, these are topics that it's not brain surgery, you know, what, different types of countertop edges. Um, how is, where does granite come from? You know, that's, that's a great topic. Like where does granite come from? Uh, you know, how is, quartz made again because it's uh made with synthetic material so again that you know how what's your installation process you don't have to just do topics you can even do like questions that are asked like what's your installation process um what's your process for templating and write content about those topics too because then when someone comes to you they say oh what's your installation process oh yeah here check this out on our website we, we wrote a whole piece about it that's fantastic. People eat that stuff up, you know, um, come up with that content and do it consistently. But for word count, 500 to a thousand words, at least 500. If you could get to that 750 word count, you're good to go. I see a couple other questions in here, but there's really no, it's just like kind of random. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's nothing. So, so that's it. So I hope you enjoyed this. You know, reach out to me if you have any questions at all. Like I said, jump on our website, countertopmarketingcode.com. Book a call with us. You know, you're going to learn a lot on this call. We will go over your website. We are going to see what's working for your business, what's not. You know, learn about your website. We'll show you what we do, but we'll give you a lot of good information. You know, it's a good educational type strategy. We call them strategy sessions. Come up with a little bit of strategy for you. We're 100% straight and, and transparent and 
you know, we lay it all out there. We're not going to tell you one thing and then it's something else. You know, we're very honest. We'll give you some good advice. We'll let you know if we can even help you. Sometimes we can't help companies. Maybe they're not a good fit for us or we're not a good fit for you. Um, I just see one more question here. So blogging is a great way to educate customers. Yeah, of course. The average customer uh, changes jobs often. Yeah, so that that's a great comment. Ed, the uh, you know blogging. What we one of our clients this. I'm trying to think if it well it wasn't this year, but it was 2021. You know, we asked our clients, "What's your biggest? What are your biggest problems? You know, what's what's and and the big. I think we asked them in the beginning of 2021, and it was material cost going up, um, inventory they couldn't get material. That has for some companies that has gotten a little bit better, but one of our clients said that um, customer expectations and just customer, like they didn't really know when they came into their, their showroom, they didn't really know, again, like different things. Like they didn't know grant between courts and, and things like that. So what they did was they came up with like a little booklet, like we do blog content for them and they'll, you know, they'll send a person to say, Hey, check this out, check this out. But they even have like a little kind of like handout booklet that they give to people that come in to educate them. And again, think about that experience. Like if you go to a countertop shop and they're giving you a pamphlet that educates you, or they're saying, Hey, check out this, this on our website, you know, it'll, it'll go through each thing. It's one, you're going to have a better experience with that customer. If they do turn into a customer and two, when they go to the next place, because no one's really doing this, so they go to the next place, they're not doing that, Look, they're going to remember the experience they have with you. Again, it's all about experience. It's all about customer service, you know, educating them, uh, just informing them. And then that way they can mess, make the best decision. And when they choose you, it's going to be a smoother experience and it's going to be a better one because they understand what to expect. You know, uh, I think this client was having problems with they just didn't have the right idea on price. They thought everything should be a lot cheaper than it actually is. So they had to kind of figure out, all right, how do we educate educate these customers to, so they don't come in and they want twenty bucks per square foot? You know, it's it was uh, it was an interesting problem that they had. But again, with good blog content, with kind of passing out these little booklets that they came up with, it's definitely helped. So yeah, good uh, good input input there, Ed. Thanks for that. For that so yeah that is about it again if you guys have any questions reach out to me i'm mostly online all the time my wife would probably say i'm online too much <laughs> i try to spend a lot of time with the family but i feel like i'm always working but i love what i do so i'm always here to answer any questions that you have we'll have another training coming up soon again if you're listening to this as a podcast as a replay jump on watch the video so you can see some of the visuals and I'll see you on the next workshop. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Countertop Success Podcast. And make sure you head over and subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and all the other major podcast platforms. Now, if you want to double the square footage your countertop company does each month, then go over to our website. It's at thecountertopmarketingco.com and book a free strategy call with me. 
Also, when you're on our website, check out our training section and you'll find a ton of helpful resources that you can use to help grow your countertop business. Again, thanks so much for listening and I'll see you on the next show.